Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. That's my crowd noise, just FYI. It is Friday, and we are back here again. Of course, we have little Ella Bella in the studio sitting on Mommy's lap. She's going to be a a professional at all of this by the time she can even talk. I can't wait till she can talk so she can join in. But I'm really excited to have my, not just my friend, my family, um, amazing musician and artist and all around pretty awesome guy, Mr. Kenneth Whalem the Third. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I gotta start not without the deep voice because she called me out last time. She was like, Okay, wait. I know you don't talk like that. Like, bring your voice up. So, <laughs> Mommy up? did. No, you did. I did? Yeah. Oh, like, that sounds like something. With, uh, oh, were you trying to be sexy? Santi. I wasn't being sexy. You were trying to give me your your you Yes, know. this is Kenneth Whalem. Well, I wasn't sure, you know. Sometimes I sound like, you know, I got a lot of stop up, you know, stuff going on. I don't wanna sound like that. Oh, so. rough night? Actually, no. No, actually, no. I was chilling. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Ella is stretching. For those of you who don't know, Kenneth is an amazing musician, a saxophone player, jazz music, but you do so much more than that. You've played everyone with everyone from Maxwell to Jay-Z and everybody in between. He also, we actually, Jay, um, Jawan, ooh, Ella just got me, Mom. Jawan, uh, my youngest brother, also known as Kofa, who's been on the show and yes. debuted some of his music here on Candidly Keisha, uh, you also helped him with those projects as well. Yeah. So I know your story because yes. you're also, like I said, your family. Yeah. You're my brother JP's best friend yes. and partner in crime and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. And you come from a musical family. Yeah. Um, your uncle, correct, Kurt yeah. Whalem. So how did you... Like, is this something, music, has it been in you from birth? Yeah, I think that, I don't know if it was, like, just in me. You know, it's hard to, I, I, I'm not really one of the ones who really believes in that because, you know, some some people, you know, it doesn't apply to. But, you know, I feel like I was just exposed to it on a certain level early. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when I was a kid, like, I was sitting on drum risers at concerts and, like, you know, being <clears throat> exposed to, like, studio sessions and stuff like that. So it's almost like, you know, we talked about the other day, you know, if you travel earlier, you know, you kind of are a little bit more, uh, you know, you're ready for it when, you know, later on the line when you mm-hmm. have to go yourself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I can't say that it was in me because I had to work, you know. I feel like I sucked before I moved to New York, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, what really was, you know, what was, what was really important, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, you know, it's been a part of my life though for all my life for sure. So, how many Grammys do you have now? I've been a part of 
I think three. Three two. different yeah, Grammy yeah, projects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So two for sure. Okay. What is... So and I just worked on the Dear White People uh, soundtrack that oh, you got a, uh, a daytime Emmy last week. So congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations! Thank you. We should have had you bring some of your music. So, well, where can know. people find your music so we can get that out of the way? Uh, well, I have uh, any pretty much anywhere music is digitally available. You okay, know, you can get it from you know on iTunes, iTunes Music, Spotify, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you know, I kind of like have this weird thing where because albums aren't available anymore like i had an old project that i pulled from itunes and like pulled from all that stuff just Uh because it's like i feel like that's the only way you know there's rare projects you know and i feel like if later on down the line you you really want to get it bad enough bad enough you'll find it but i just pulled some of it from itunes just because i don't want to hear it on there anymore so oh yeah true artist (laughs) yeah i mean like you know i feel like that that's that's an option they give us you know what i'm saying like very true you can't just like if it sells out in the store you know so where do people get it if you pulled it from iTunes? Well, not all of it. You okay. know what I'm like the the current stuff that I want out there, you know, is there like oh. the song I might not be okay with Crit is on there and like okay. Ghost Town is on there. So who are um, some of the artists you've worked with, other artists? Um, like you said, I worked with Jay. I did I toured with him for a couple of years and uh did Rock Boys. Mm-hmm. Um Puff, you know, was kinda like my introduction to that side of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. that was like, you know, one of my first like that side of the industry type of gigs. You know, mm-hmm. he's a he's a good friend of mine even to this day, you know, because that's been like 11 years. Um, before that, like I was with Isaac Hayes and Al Green. Mm-hmm. They're from, Mem- you know, they're Memphis people. That's more of like where I got that connection because I was like younger playing on Beale Street, like, you know, 14, 15. I was like mm-hmm. the youngest one out there. So, um, Y'all, he's being so modest. His, yeah, I didn't feel like I really got good till I moved to New York. This well, you know, I mean, that's true. music savant over ask, here. Ask JP. Like, <laughs> we were, my saxophone would stay in the trunk for, for weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But And I only say that because, like, you can't really be good if you don't practice. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I feel like my habits, once I moved to New York, kind of lined up with that of a person that should be worthy to say, like, you know, you are doing this, you know what I mean, on, on a certain level. You know what I'm saying? I knew what I was doing already was just based on, like, just natural kind of vibes and like what I had heard my uncle do and like other things like that. I was good at that particular level. Right. You know, and then you great at that level. Yeah. And, and by the way, to a non-musician, it's kind of all the same. Right. Very so, true. You know Cause I'm, saying? cause yeah. I'm, I'm artistically inclined, but musically yeah. that's just, I, mean, I didn't you know get if that it deep. sounds terrible. I mean, know I know if it sounds yeah. horrible, but yeah. I don't know, you know, the little, the stuff yeah. that your ear hears, yeah. I'll just be like, Oh, this is hot. I, yeah. I don't hear all that. Well, I mean, that's just all I'm saying. You know, yeah. it's not, it, I mean, I'm being actually honest, you know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I moved to New York, I was like, Oh, I'm getting my, I can't curse. Right? Yeah, you can. I was like, I'm getting my ass kicked every day, you know, literally, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because these guys that are coming here, I, I, I came from Morehouse to like a jazz conservatory. You right. Know? I had been like living life already a little bit. So I re- if I wanted to succeed, which I did, I graduated and everything, like I had to literally change like how, change my focus, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And like kind of like really still be me, but like be able to like streamline a lot of my, you know, Inner, you know my my concentration. So on for that. like musicians who are listening to that, what was that process like? What does that mean? What? Uh, how you had to streamline? Oh, um, I had to just like literally fall in love with it. You know what I mean? Like it, it couldn't just be a uh, you know something I was doing on the side anymore. I had to like take hours out of my day and practice like every day, Got which it. is something I never did. You know, I would practice, but I wasn't. I would play my horn, but I wouldn't be practicing on a certain thing or like studying classical music or like you know sight reading music or like going and you know 
having no and and part of it was moving to New York where I had no money. You know what I'm saying? I moved up there with no friends. You know right. what I'm saying? I didn't have anybody. So you had nothing else to do I had but be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I found time. You know what I'm right. saying to like make sure I had a release, but at the same time, like I had to get out of like that what I was doing here. You, you know, had to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. You had to get exactly. out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You had to focus yeah. and you had to give it your all. Exactly. And you know, that's an important. Um, message to give mm-hmm. those because a lot of times people feel like success happens overnight yeah. and it no success happens yeah. overnight no. and I feel like this newer generation these millennials they are so such a microwave society where they feel things should be given to them effortlessly handed should come easy should come fast and I the reason I'm asking you these questions because I know the mm-hmm. work you've put in it and it's important for other people to hear that story yeah. to understand that even though you were naturally gifted mm-hmm. and very talented at what you do for you to really, you know, reach that level of success and, you know, just to really step everything up to where yeah. it needed to be. You had to put in work. Yeah. You couldn't just rely on your natural abilities. No. You then had to you know, focus the way you said and really practice on certain things mm-hmm. and take the distractions and the noise out now, of life is yeah, what exactly. I heard. Yeah, exactly. So, just exactly, yeah. you know, that's cool. We yeah. can always start there, but like whenever, I know JP, my brother's going to call in a little bit yeah. and we can talk about anything here. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. definitely wanted to, you know, get that piece because, you know, when you're <coughs> friends and when someone's family, you talk about like, oh, how are the kids and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. But I'm so grateful for this platform because yeah. I have the opportunity for people who I love and who I know who are doing amazing things mm-hmm. to share with the world. Yeah. And it's funny because these are conversations. How long have I known you? Since I was 17. Right. I've known you for 16 years. Right. Like half your life. At yeah, this exactly. Point. Literally. And, <laughs> Literally. and this is not something that we sit down and we talk about. Like. Yeah. Just to give y'all a background, Kenneth and JP went to Morehouse together and used to throw parties in my house yes. when I was out of town. Yes. He was one of those. He was one of the culprits. I was present. Yes. You, I was a planner. Oh, yeah. You were, but you weren't yeah. just present. I was in charge Stop. of. You were probably in charge of getting the girls or yeah, something. Yeah, I was in charge of who came. Right. You See, know? you're the reason why I was at Lenox Mall and random people helping me in the store were like, oh, I went to a party at your house last weekend. But you know what? We were so respect. <laughs> I like to say this all the time because this is true. We were respectful of the crib. Nothing was broken. Yeah. Now, one time we did lift a Jaguar off. Did he told you about that? No, go ahead. What'd y'all do? When we, like, hit a Jaguar in the in the, in the uh, parking deck, and the Jaguar, like, lifted up off his feet like this. You hit my car? No, it wasn't your oh, Jaguar, no. okay. Someone who lives quite close to you. Oh, yes. No, I do know that. Yeah. I knew that story because. Oh, and then we spilled that drink on your carpet, white carpet that time. Yeah, you've done a couple things. I did forget about that. Yeah. But that wasn't on Linux Road. That wasn't on Linux Road. That was in Fayetteville. That was the first one. No, that was the... That was the Linux Road house. No, it was the first one before that where you had the... It was like upstairs in the apartment building, but it still looked like a house. No, 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 no. That was when my house caught fire. Yeah, that one. And I was staying in the condo until my house was repaired. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. I just know we were there. Uh, That was just me and JP, too. I'm sure. I mean... Yeah, we were the some, only guys. I'm yeah. sure y'all had some chicks in the yeah, house. Yeah. Because they always would come find yeah. me and be like, oh my God, yeah. I was just at your house. And mm. I was like, oh, were you? They deserve. I don't know you. They Great. deserve to be cut and off. Then, but time out. Then they proceed to tell me where I live. Wow. Yeah, you live right over. I was like, oh. Okay. You got pretty bad over there. Yeah, I'm, I know. Because then my neighbors would call me. Wow. Yeah, the neighbors. Like, y'all always would think it was Sakina or somebody you know, else. You know what? My neighbors would call me and be like, Keisha. 
I think your brother and his, they're having a party because I lived on one street. It was a small street and it was a gated street. Yes. And so it wasn't hard to figure out. I love that house. Literally <laughs> the whole block all the way down cars. and back would have cars parked. And my neighbors, I'd be in L.A. working or something. They'd be like, um, I believe there is a party going on at your house and we can't get in our driveway. But, hey, you know, when you when you own and live in a house, like, you can have guests, right? Yes. You know, you just don't expect them every night. You right, know what I'm saying? every but, night. Yeah. Exactly. But actually, I mean, like I said, we didn't do anything that was like. Sure. Well, I was going to say illegal, but, you know, yeah, we were sure. in college, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was more so. It was it was calm. It was it was calm. It was no fights, you know. Since it wasn't stuff like that, it was more just like yeah, y'all just had big parties. And look, we're all friends to this day. You know, I know. what I mean? Like, and y'all you know. actually, some of you throw parties for a living now. Exactly. So who the, knew? They practiced at your they, crib. I, yes, I was the actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that, but like, shout out to like Tori, Tori, right? Everybody. Hilarious. JP got out of that. He's like, no. Nah. Yeah, JP was like, I'm cool. Funny, funny. They took that to the underground. They did. The mold, the mold that they made at your crib, they took to the underground, took to the, all these different places. I think you should get a cut. I do, too. I yeah. at least need some some acknowledgement on something. I'm just saying. It's so funny how, like, many little memories be hitting my head. Like, I now remember, when I said underground, I remember one time we went there. Yes. Like, down there. Yes. We shouldn't have been over there. No. There are a lot of places we shouldn't. I'm, yeah. I say that all the time, and I am so grateful that they didn't have Instagram. They didn't even have camera phones. That's I'm telling you, they didn't even have camera right. phones. They had Samuels flip phones. No, that you were hot if you had that. I had the Nokia. Oh yeah, the, the one little piece baby joint. Nokia that was a real oh, itty yeah, bitty yeah. that I could fit. I With no antenna. No antenna. Right, I remember yeah. it because it could fit in my jean pocket, like you know the little baby pocket yeah. of a jean jacket. Yeah. Boop, right in there. That is so. You know what's sad, man? I know. It always bothers me. Like I know y'all can make this cool stuff earlier, man. Why y'all making us wait? I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? Because now look at our phones. Like, we, you know, everybody's watching movies. And, like, I was on a United flight, and you can literally, like. Oh, you didn't, you, get, you didn't get beat up on that? I'm joking. That was a bad right. joke, bad joke. And you know what, though? United They're my least favorite airline, for sure. Really? I'd be like, yeah, it's just. These airlines have to get it together because, you know, again, in the age of video yeah. and phones and technology, yeah. You, when you have bad customer service or you have these incidents, they are viral instantly. Instant, like you don't yeah. have the luxury of treating people poorly and everyone not knowing about it. Well, you know, it, it all it's just like this. In my mind, things are so expensive now. You can't talk to me any kind of way, period. That's just how I see it. You know what I'm saying? I if agree. You I, have I tell, choices. You know, I tell the TSA all the time. I've gotten into it. I get into it with TSA all the time. It's like they hate to see me coming up. Be like, you yo, and that beard, you're going to be on the no-fly list. Hey, you don't worry. Be careful. Hey, but look, I told, I told him one day, I'm like, yo, this dude was like, you know, having an attitude. And it, I just feel like it's always at the airport. It's like this overall, ever since the whole, like, you know, 9-11 thing happened, I feel like it turned into like this People feel like us they, against them like type Like it's thing. entitled. Like yeah. they have the right to treat you yeah. poorly. Like you're... Not paying them. It's like we're here to protect as opposed to like, okay, you're here to you're here to travel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like we're here to like keep the bad guys out. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm so, just trying to yeah, get to my mom's house. I just want to get to my gate. Right. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and I tell TSA all the time, you can't keep me from getting on this flight, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you leave here and you have another job. You're not the police. Could I tell you what I would TSA to me? I had a whole new perspective on them. You know Michonne's friend Joey? Joey yeah. is a TSA Agent. Yeah, Michonne told me about that. I was like, day. oh, hell nah. Yeah. Like, I know you. <clears throat> I know what you do. But you want to talk to me like you're right. the police. You're not I mean, not Joey. Joey's cool. No. I'm saying, like, but in general, it's like, why are you talking to me like that? I 
think why do you have an attitude? Overall, people don't realize that. You know, it's still customer service, and anything that you do, and you're offering your service and asking someone yeah. to pay for it, there are options. Like, granted, I guess TSA feels that they have kind of a monopoly. Like, you got to come through us to get to your yeah, flight. Exactly. But I encountered this just today. I was in the car. But <laughs> I was um, I was pulling in the deck here, and I needed a car wash. So I was like, I saw, oh, they do car washes downstairs. And in the deck, in the deck, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're right here. We do the podcast. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, when you become a mom, well, even before a mom, but you like to multitask, like you try to get things done. Yeah. Like I don't like to multitask in terms of being present in what I'm doing. Yeah. But if I have to be here to get a podcast and I know I need a car wash and as a car wash person doing hand washes downstairs. Ha, Eureka. It makes sense. Right. What's your car wash? Yeah. So I pull up to the gentleman. I'm like, Is it Rip Van Winkle? no, it was a younger guy. <laughs> It, this is James talking about was a Rip Van right. Winkle. He has a name for him. Hilarious. Now, this was a younger guy. Maybe he cut his beard. Oh, this is JP calling in right now. Hold on. Hey, James P. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Candidly Keyshaw. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what up, JP? <laughs> no, what up, Kim? Well, well, here, we're talking about people. I know, oh, you have a funny story. We got to talk about your story and, like, just dealing with people and when they have, like, attitudes or just me. Like, you know, like, why are you so upset? So I had an incident this morning where I was pulling in the deck and needed a car wash. So I figured, oh, I got to do my podcast. Let me get a car wash here. So they had, like, a board, you know, posted with the the prices and, like, what came with each price. So I, I just got a car wash, like, last week so i was like oh what is a basic wash the basic one that's on the wall mind you come with and so he says it's 35 dollars do inside and outside i was like okay but that wasn't my question what exactly on the wall does basic come with well that's an old sign i'm thinking to myself well damn it you maybe need to get a new sign so i don't say anything i'm still like okay sir i said well, again, you know, what does the basic come with? Because what I was getting at is I may not have necessarily needed the full, the full thing, just an exterior with some tire shine, clean tires, my rims, that sort of thing. So then he said, well, I said, well, what is an exterior? He said, well, it's half of that. And then he looked and then he said, it's $20. I said, well, you know, that's not half, right? He was like, I know how to do math. Oh, my God. So at that point. Apparently you don't. I said, so then I was like, he was like, what's your other question? I said, you know what, sir? No more questions. Don't worry about it. I was like, you're not getting my money today. I can go somewhere else and get a car wash. You are tripping. He was making prices up. I think he saw my Range Rover and was trying to decide, okay, how much can I get away with? I'm like, well, you have prices posted. So maybe you should, you know, you can even do the ghetto like they do at the Jamaican restaurant or what have you. Put the tape over the number and write a new number in if it's a different number. He said it's an old sign. (laughs) It's an old sign. There's no new sign. (laughs) Right. You need a new one for that one to be old. You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about, bro? Man, listen. I don't, the older I get, you know, I understand why old people are just the way they are. Because every year that goes past, I have less and less patience for the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> welcome like it's, welcome it's to the podcast, bad, JP. Man, like, JP, please tell us about your neighbor. Oh, man, I didn't want to talk about that shit. But here's what... <laughs> Here's where I am. When it just in general, when it comes to disagreement, yes, we can be politically correct, but there's got to be an underlying theme that you will get your ass kicked if it comes to that. <laughs> Period. Okay, so we yeah, so we can you know we can state facts and we can be civil about this, but the whole tone is if you shit step off left, the line of be prepared. Yeah, if this shit goes left. <laughs> 
You can get I'm punched in your nose. <laughs> okay. Anybody can get slapped. Hey, JP, tell them your, your, your whole theory about everybody's nose. Oh, man, listen. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> my kids in the car. Y'all got me. I don't care. Wait, I'm waiting for Jet one day to be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right. It's coming. It's coming. It won't be I my fault. That's all I'm I don't saying. care how many muscles you have. I don't care how strong you are, how tough you are, how many guns you how have. How tall you are. How tall you are. I don't give a damn how rude everybody has the same nose. And that same nose can get can broken. Get broken. You can't work out you can't do a workout for listen, that nose. You cannot lift weights with your nostrils. Listen. That nose is just chain. as fragile on everybody. It's fragile, so, bro. Yeah, so that so just keep that in mind when you start talking crazy. <laughs> protect your nose, protect your nose. JP start zoning in on that nose, you should relax. <laughs> yeah. oh all it takes one all it takes is one good jab and it's a wrap. Hilarious. Well listen, we're gonna continue. We're gonna take a quick break. We gotta uh pay these Candy Lakeisha bills right quick. Um so stay tuned here at Candy Lakeisha, more with Kenneth and my brother JP. It's LeVar Ball time now. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. We are back here at Candidly Keisha. I am laughing so hard, like I'm literally crying. Like, this is the fun fam. Like, this is how we are on a Tuesday. Any day of the week, this is how our conversations go. And I love it. I must say, I love my family. So we're we're continuing. Instead of coffee, though, it's Jack. Huh? Nothing. What happened? I said instead of coffee, in, though, it's Jack. Inst- instead of coffee? Yeah. Instead of coffee it's, it's, it's Jack, Jack Daniels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I can't drink anymore. Something's happened oh, to me yeah. in my old age. Well, I can. I just have to commit to being okay with being an Oompa Loompa for like three to that. five, three we're days. Not, we're not going to do that. So, yeah. We'll just see. We'll drink for you. Yeah, I know you guys will. But, um... So we were talking. So wait, we JP, we gotta we gotta tell this neighbor story. That is one of the single funniest stories that I've heard in a long time. Can I set it up and then you can fin- finish? I mean, the bottom line is I got a, I have a neighbor that's behind me, and she has literally lost her goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cutting some trees down. You know, I bought a house about a year and a half ago. I'm renovating it. Now I'm on to the landscaping, and it was a wooded lot, so I'm, you know, cutting some trees down to make a backyard. The lady behind me has lived there forever and a, and didn't know where her property line was, so my guys were cutting the trees down. She came, this old white lady came through and mind the you, woods and in mind the you. rain with flip-flops and socks on. You know somebody is crazy when they're walking <laughs> in the woods in the rain with, with <laughs> flip-flops with socks, with white socks on. You know they don't got it all. <laughs> <laughs> so she came through yelling and cursing. These are my trees, property damage, this, all this, whatever. I wasn't home, so I got home. And you know, Jade called me. She did me. this to Jade? Oh, she done messed up. No, yeah, Jade called me and told me what happened. So I came home right away. So I walked through the woods, you know, to my neighbor's house because I never realized this, but she, like, keeps a bike. You know, you know like those bike rack locks? She keeps one of those on her front gate. So you can't drive up her driveway. Oh. So I walked through the woods to her to the house. This woman has no front door. 
What? What? There's you got a where curtain? the front door is. There's no <laughs> stairs, and there's like hedges. I live in the country, so whatever. There's hedges growing where her front door should be. So I'm like, all right. So what is the actual barrier between the outside yeah. and the inside of the house? The hedges? No, there's a front door, but there's you can't. There's no access to the front door. Yeah, there's Got no. It. Yeah, there's no access to the front door. Like you can't walk up the stairs, knock on the door. Wow. There's no access to the front door. So I walk around the back, and there's it's like the crazy cat lady house with all like the shades are closed, uh, no trespassing signs, just everywhere. So at this point, I'm like afraid to knock on the door. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. Here we go. I knock on the door anyway. She takes an obscene amount of time to answer the door, so I'm just standing outside. <laughs> and then she finally answers the door. This woman comes out with two of the oldest camera phones you've ever seen in your life. No way. Flip phones, yeah. With both of them, one in each hand, videotaping me. No. Yeah, true story. So I pull out my damn iPhone and I start videotaping her. <laughs> You ain't tell me this, we man. just sitting there looking like jackasses, videotaping <laughs> each other, oh trying to figure God. out what's going on. So she doesn't want to talk until, you know, I'm on my property and she's on hers. The problem with that what? is she doesn't know where the hell her property lies. <laughs> oh, my God. So we're walking back through the woods, and she has on a sundress, flip-flops, and white socks, and it's raining. And two cameras. And, we're walking through, and two flip-flops. And we're walking phones. through the woods. Yeah, and two flip-phones. Two flip-phones <laughs> with a oh camera God. out. The funny so thing is, those phones are so old. And I'm like, wait, no, no, the funny thing is, those phones were probably so old and it was raining out that you couldn't even see who it was in the video. Right. Like, she was trying to, like, get video evidence, and it was probably so hazy, this video, that you couldn't even yeah, make out the person, make crazy. you out. So then you, so you get across your property line. Well, first of all, she's trying to film me with a camera phone that I don't even think has a camera. That's the first problem. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I didn't even have a camera. Oh, my God. She was just taking pictures, like, she was gonna hit you yeah. with the flip book of pictures, like to make it a moving picture. So we walking back to the woods, and I'm and I'm and you know I'm asking her. I'm like, well, when's the last time you had a survey? I had one twenty years ago. I'm like, all right, this is the first problem. Then she's like, then I'm like, do you know where your property line is? She's like, yeah, I know where my property line is, and all these trees that you have X on are my trees. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Is your property line marked? Yeah, it's marked. I was like, can you show me? Well, I can't find them. I'm like, all right. She's out of her mind. Let me just go ahead and end this real quick. Here's my property line. I had a survey done last year. Here's the survey that's in my hand. These are my stakes. Everything that's on this side is yours, and everything that's on that side is mine. Well, I don't know. I'm like, listen, I don't know what to tell you. You may want to go and get your own, you know, go get a survey so you can figure out, well, uh, just, can you just give, me a, just give me a copy of yours, and I'll review it. I'm like, no. If you want to, if you want to know where your property line is, Go get your own damn survey and pay for it. Right. Other than that, I don't know what to tell you. A survey surveys cost thousands of dollars, by the way. I'm not giving you my damn survey. Right. Bye. So I just left it at that and walked back to my house. So fast, forward. Walk, fast forward to my wife, <laughs> who is probably the most ignorant person on the face of the earth and the biggest gangster in the world, and nobody knows. <laughs> And she's like, I come back to her, she's like, what is she talking about? I'm like, well, this happened and that happened. And mind you, and she's happened. Chinese, Jamaican, and Canadian, so she has a mean, hot temper, like, when she gets going. She'll get you. So go ahead. Yeah. Oh, she's like, yeah, we're calling the police. I'm like, yo, Jay, chill. 
woman has mental issues and Jade's trying to get her arrested. No, you gotta say it how Jade said it. We're calling the fucking police. Yeah. Oh my god. No, 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 no. I haven't got to that part yet. Oh, we haven't. This is a long story. I haven't got to that part yet. So I'm like, all right. The first thing I say to Jade, I was like, I bet they're gonna try to move my property line stake. Watch. This is on a Monday. The whole week goes by. Friday comes around. I'm not. I already know something's happened. I, I figured the woman's probably calling somebody to figure something out. Say with the county and all this other stuff. So I'm like, all right. It's seven thirty in the morning. I just happen to be looking out the window in the back of my house, and I'm looking down on the property line, and I see something moving around, rustling around. I thought it was a deer, so I look a little harder, and I'm like, nah, man, that's a person. <laughs> That's a person back there. He said, I thought it so was a deer. I, yeah. So I run I run back, put my boots on, throw my shirt on, and I go out the back of the house. And I walk what, down to the back of the property. Was line, it a tank top, JP? <laughs> no, it's probably a regular t shirt. But he probably you had your camouflage boots on, though. You're the wrong you? one to have you charging you at seven thirty. Right. Wrong person. Yeah. Right, yeah, no. So I walked back down there and who and whoever it was, I didn't know who it was, uh, has like moved on to like a further corner of the property. So when I walk back to the back, I know clearly where my property line stake, big ass orange spray painted stake is supposed to be, and it's moved like thirty feet close to my house. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and what do you say when you cut it up on the so gentleman get, who's so moving I, your stakes? I, see that there's, I can't see who it is, but I see somebody rustling around the woods. So I I stand on top of one of because the trees are getting cut. So I'm standing on top of the log. Like the stump. Yeah, the stump. And I just yell in the woods, why the fuck are you touching my property stake? <laughs> <laughs> and the dude kind of got startled. He was like, what? Like he had got caught red. The cat who ate the canary. <laughs> yeah. He was looking crazy. And he started kind of walking and he started spitting and farting and stumbling over his words. Well, uh, uh, uh. And I, and I said it one more time, real clear. I said, why? Why the fuck are you touching my property line stake? I know where they go. This one goes not here. here. <laughs> and he was like, well, I was just cutting my line. I was like, listen, don't say nothing. I'll put my shit back. <laughs> oh, man. Again, this is a this is a prime <laughs> example of you need to, well, he should have been watching his nose at this point. <laughs> yeah. A nose <laughs> alert. Nose alert. Yeah, yeah nose alert. Because I'm saying this, he's, he knows he's one second off of asshole. Like, if he says the wrong thing, that is, it could go there. So he's like, this is... And I kind of felt bad for the guy. He's walking around there, just, you know, he's caught. She sent him out, though. Yeah, she sent him. This yeah. is, come to find okay, out, so this come is the lady's ex-husband. Come to find out, this is the crazy lady's estranged husband. They're not even together anymore. He still owns the house. He lives, you know, on the, he lives on the other side of Atlanta now. They're not, they're no longer together. But she called him to come handle it, and she put his ass in the blender. Right. About to get his ass kicked over some stuff that he didn't even really have nothing to do with. So, wait, so he's we... like, oh, man, well, uh, you know, uh, I was just clearing my property line all this. And I was like, all right, man, just put my stake back right now. So he started trying to be peacemaker, exchanging, oh, I'm driving by the lady's house and she's outside. Right now? Yeah. Let's get no, on the show. Let's, let's call her. Go let's get on the show, bro. <laughs> put, your speak, put, your, put your phone on speaker. Let's talk to her. Uh, so anyway, he's like, y'all, not today. <laughs> nah, man. It's but fast forward, fast forward to what happened after you had the conversation. You know, he put your stakes back, and so then he put my stakes back, and I'm, we're kind of like, you know, making peace with the situation. I'm like, listen, 
don't move, touch my steak skin. Make sure your wife doesn't do anything. Keep my workers from working. I pulled out the survey. I said, this is where my, I explained the whole thing. He's cool now. All right, I got it. Mind you, we, we didn't, JP, we didn't start with the fact that the lady, kind of what started this in the beginning is she ran your workers who were there to cut the trees down, ran them off the job. So Listen, wasting money. Nothing. Wait, they were nothing there. that a 60-year-old black man from Georgia, from the country in Georgia, is more afraid of than a crazy-ass white lady. They got the hell out of there so fast. Wow. But I came down the street, and there's literally all I hear is tires screeching coming on my damn driveway. They're getting the hell out of there so fast. They ain't want no part of this. They got out there. So... Anyway, fast forward back to me talking. All right, so everything's cool. We exchanged phone numbers. I tell them basically keep your crazy ass wife away from me and my trees, and we good. So meanwhile, we're just now wrapping up our now civilized conversation, and all I hear from my back porch is JP. I'm calling the fucking police. <laughs> oh my god! After it's already cool, right, here comes Jade. <laughs> Jade. Jade is yelling from the back porch that she's calling the police on this guy. And the guy's like looking like he's about to just want to disappear. <laughs> wow. So police come. They couldn't really, you know, it's a, it's a civil matter. So all is well. They've exchanged phone numbers. And the gentleman called JP, you know, a couple of days later and said, listen, I'm just giving you a heads up. I think, you know, my strange wife is kind of up to some shenanigans, just so you know, Sorry. and aren't surprised. JP goes out in the backyard <laughs> This lady has painted the whole back line of JP's trees pink. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. So oh, yeah, I leave. All right. Everything's civilized. I come back. He texts me, though. He's like, listen, I don't know what happened after I left, but my wife did something on the property line I haven't seen. I'm giving you a heads up. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to deal with it. But he was just kind of trying to make peace before I saw it. Man, I get home, and this crazy ass fucking woman has painted. <laughs> basically pink smiley faces on the tree. Wow. And put post-it signs like all over like, the trees. Like a design. Wow. She painted like a pink design on the trees that she thought was hers. And then she put a uh, some big orange, those big orange uh, no trespassing signs all over the trees. And then she put, you know, them things that you put in your front lawn the that like sign. protected by ADT. Yes. The trees are protected <laughs> nah, by ADT. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Did you say I you were going to just get those cut down? Wait, he cut them down. He already cut them down. Man, I took all that shit down. <laughs> took the stake out of the wow. ground and threw that shit right back in her property. Wow. Across the line. Back across on her side. It's fine. She can do whatever she wants to on hers, but you are clearly not listening to what's going on. <laughs> well, that right that The last of it? For now, I mean that's. A, I mean she's out there right now. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't really care. She painted the trees pink because I'm cutting them down anyway. Right. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> just wasted spray paint. Cool. So, <laughs> so anyway, man, that's what's going on. She out there now. My Keep ridiculous eye. neighbor in the back. Well, this has been a very interesting turn of events, and I that story was everything that it makes my day every time I hear it. And I pray, you know, she was outside, JP. You may want to go check your trees, is all I'm saying. Man, the next time she cries, I might be outside with a pellet gun. 
Please don't. You you can't you can't you can't hit the lady with pellets oh my though. God. That, All right, a slingshot. Don't let's yes, let's not hit the lady with a pellet gun. I mean, you may get away with throwing some eggs or something on your property as long as she's on nah, your property. I'm not gonna hurt, you that. I'm not gonna hurt you know. that woman, but she needs to know. Now I'm just gonna put up a big ass fence and a whole bunch of privacy trees and call it a day. You know what she should do, which would be really hilarious if me and mom were talking about. <laughs> you should put the privacy trees and then put like a wire fence. Like in between, so an electric she, fence, right? You so walk she, ass through there right, as well. So she can walk her ass through. That may get her right though. It may, now you I'm know, gonna, if she I'm has some I'm gonna put the big. Uh, I'm gonna put some big prison stadium lights back there. So as soon as she walk her ass across the line, <laughs> they, just cut, they just cut off. Bright as hell. Oh my goodness! You should have a siren with it too. As soon as she crosses the property line, whoa, whoa, whoa! Property wars and dealing with people who... That would be a dope show. That would be funny. Property wars. Fayetteville. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. We may need to work on that. Because that, I, I know you're not the only person who's had this issue. Because if her property backs up to other people, I'm sure if you talk to your neighbors, they probably all had some interesting run-ins with this lady. Word. No, I mean, a lot of it is we. everybody has a couple acres and a lot of it's trees. So people don't, my neighbors really don't go walk their entire property line. Some people have, don't even, haven't even gone to their edge of their property in 20 right. years, obviously. Right. They probably so don't it wasn't care. until, it wasn't until I started cutting the trees and she saw how far back my property went towards hers that she didn't, she, and she didn't realize right. that what she thought was hers wasn't hers. Right. It's right. been overgrown trees and all the rest of this stuff for 20 years, 30 years now. Hilarious. So now that we've, we've, you know, and this is kind of how these candy quiches go. We start in one direction and then it kind of swerves to another direction. And we we've talked about the crazy people who you deal with on a daily basis. Um, And let's bring it back to music. Um, I was talking to Kenneth about well, we talked about a lot. We talked about, you know, him moving to New York and, you know, perfecting his craft in terms of music and what have you. And just kind of the overall arching theme is just the work that you have to put in for anything that you desire to do. Um, so I, what I'd like to ask, because you guys work together in business as well. So what if you had to give a nugget just about whether it's about dealing with people, as we heard these funny stories about, you know, customer service and dealing with people. Because one thing that people don't realize is that. In everything you do, you have to deal with people. And half the battle, actually even more than half the battle, is having good people skills. Yeah. So what is a piece of advice, we'll start with you, JP, that you would give to someone who's listening? Oh, Just always tell the truth. Always Nobody can be mad at you. Nobody can be mad at you for just saying what it is and not being deceptive and not beating around the bush. Just say good or bad. Just say what it is. Got it. And you and you skip past a lot of the miscommunication that causes issues in the first place. Nobody yeah. can be mad at you for for just telling the truth. I agree with that. I don't know. I don't know how people lie because lying is hard. You got to remember too much mm-hmm. stuff. Like I don't. I can't remember. Like you have to remember the truth. You got to remember the lie you told, who you told the lie to, who you told mm-hmm. the truth. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kenneth? Uh. I think one of the most common things we run into is just like, you know, remembering just not to take the shit personally. You yeah. know what I'm saying? JP, actually, when I get hot, like 
pissed off, I normally call JP and he's always like, man, don't worry about that shit. You know what I mean? And it's more just like, because honestly, it's just, it's never personal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people just trying to get as far as they can for what they, you know, have. And you a know lot of I mean? times it's their stuff that they're projecting onto you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's just my main thing. Like the true thing is good, you know, but also, you know, just you can't take that shit personally. You can't let it like really get you in a bad place because it's going to happen all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it never really stops happening. So Don't take the TSA guy who's had a bad day or the crazy tree lady right. or the car wash, Rip Van Winkle. Right. Don't take them personally. Let that yeah, shit Yeah, but ride. just because I'm not taking it personally does not mean I won't whoop you that ass. there cannot <laughs> That I will not hit you in the nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't take this personally. How about that? Exactly. <laughs> Y'all are no, crazy. but there's a difference between disagreeing and disrespect. True. So oh, what is write that down? So what is the difference in your mind? Like I know there's a difference, I mean, but if you were to articulate it, what is the difference between um, disagreeing and disrespect? Well, having a difference in opinion is not the same as wishing somebody harm or trying to do something intentionally right. to make the other person look bad. Or anything that has deliberate bad intention yeah. uh, is, to me, is where you start to get into the disrespect, disrespect. level. As opposed to, I think that I want to do something this way, and you want to do it this way, and we disagree. That's different. Got it. But when you start getting, when you start, you know, saying things that are intentionally uh, deceptive or intentionally hurtful. Now you're getting into a different gray area, and now I'm not getting mad about what you're saying. I'm getting mad about the intentions of what you're saying. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so closing this out, thank you. First of all, thank you. This this has definitely made my afternoon. It was uh, laughter is, I feel one of the most powerful medicine yeah. that exists. Yeah. Um, what are you working on? What projects musically are, you know, Kenneth, do you have coming up? Where can people follow you? Where can people learn about, you know, all that you're doing? Uh, I'm about to go. <clears throat> we got a short tour with Maxwell coming up over the summer. We're doing some like, uh, you know, smaller cities. You know, we'll get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then I'm just working on my own stuff. You know, I like kind of appreciate the freedom of just being able to do whatever I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, and. That sometimes like includes a lot of different things, you know. Yeah. I'm working on other people's music, working on my own music. So, um, my all my social media stuff is just Kenneth Whalem, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, that's it. You know, okay. we always up to something. Though. JP, anything you want to share with the candidly Keisha listeners? Mm, no, I'm just over here changing diapers and cleaning up throw up. It's all good. Yeah, I know <laughs> that life. We'll have Dad to have life. we'll have to have that conversation. Actually, I'm going to have you guys back, and we're going to talk about just balancing family and family life because yeah, Cause, yeah I, it's a good day i always say it's when i don't have to throw up in my hair that's wow. that's you know because that's a daily norm is she has a real good knack for getting the ends of my hair boop <laughs> that sound effect boop you like that one but thank you guys so much um you all have made my day and i can't wait to do dinner yes. or something possibly tonight we can sit around y'all can drink jack yeah i can watch you we can laugh yeah but love you both very very much love and you too. 
This is Candidly Keisha. I hope you've enjoyed. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. And we will be right back next week, same time, same place. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.